This is the ActiveX Back Show from Edinburgh, Scotland's vibrant capital. Hosted by award-winning registered osteopath, author and all-round pain guru, Gavin Routledge. If you want relief or prevention of lower back pain or sciatica, and you want to be healthier, keep listening. The following program should not be taken as medical advice, but for informational purposes only. Hello friends, sufferers and fellow humans. The topic of this broadcast is No Pain No Gain versus Use It But Don't Abuse It. And these two terms were applying to the rehabilitation, recovery, relief and prevention of lower back pain and sciatica. So is it a case of no pain, no gain? Or, and this is my maxim, as those who have listened to some of my stuff before will know, use it but don't abuse it. Now, clearly, you know where this is going to end, but why? So firstly, no pain, no gain. Where does that expression even come from? Well, of course, it comes from the world of competitive sport. And in the world of competitive sport, you have to push your body, particularly in training and in competition, and that often results in pain. And accepted in the world of competitive sport and pushing your body to build additional capacity often involves pain. And I'm not gonna go into the mechanisms around lactic acid production or all the various other actually tearing muscles. So definitely in the world of competitive sport, no pain, no gain has a place. However, it definitely does not have a place in the relief and prevention of lower back pain. So if you're trying to recover from an episode of lower back pain and or sciatica, that maxim is definitely not no pain, no gain, but it is to be replaced by use it, but don't abuse it, which is grounded in sound principles of scientific principles of rehabilitation. So it's evidence-based. So we know that this approach of maintaining physical activity, but without actually aggravating your pain, is definitely the way to go. So that's number one reason. Number one reason why use it but don't abuse it beats no pain, no gain for rehabbing lower back pain and sciatica is it's grounded in evidence. Yeah, it works, whereas no pain, no gain definitely doesn't work. In fact, we'll go further than that. So number two reason as to why no pain, no gain has no place is that fundamentally you're in danger of preventing healing. So remember that the biological purpose of pain is an alarm system. So if the alarm bell rings, there is a good chance it's warning you that if you go any further, you're in danger of doing further damage and certainly from a rehab perspective, you're in danger of undermining your rehabilitation of actually further traumatizing the tissue so that before it has a chance to heal well. One example I often give, or one, uh, I don't know if you can call it an analogy, but something you can try is if you grab a hold of one finger and push it back, push it right back till you get to that point of discomfort. Now, that's your brain telling you to stop. Yeah, so if it's painful or uncomfortable, don't go any further, otherwise you may well do further damage. And that is the purpose of pain, is to warn you. So no pain, no gain has no role whatsoever in rehabilitation from injury. Yeah. If it hurts, back off. 
And that's why we have the maximum of use it maxim of use it but don't abuse it. So that's the reason number two that no pain no gain can prevent healing from occurring. Reason number three, you are in grave danger if you keep ringing that alarm bell. So if you keep doing things that hurt and cause pain, you're in danger of sensitizing your nervous system. Now, that sensitizing your nervous system in some ways can be a good thing for some areas, some developments, if you want to learn stuff. But certainly when it comes to pain, you do not want to sensitize your nervous system. How does that even work? Well, in essence, um, if we go all the way, and I'm trying not to dive too deep into the, the scientific woods here, but basically when you do something that could cause damage, there are little nerve cells out there in the periphery, in this case in your lower back, called nociceptors, they will send a message into your spinal cord, which then sends a message up to your brain, and you may or may not register pain, depending on the size of the message and all sorts of other variables, for which, by the way, look up my equation on pain, the pain equation, so for all those variables. However, let's get back to the story at hand. So. Those nociceptors send a message into your spinal cord, more messages go up to the brain. And if the longer that pathway fires for, so this pain pathway we could call it, then the more sensitive, the more, um, in essence, more hardwired it can become. So that pain pathway, the longer and the more frequently that fires, the more danger that your nervous system becomes sensitized and that that pathway becomes hardwired into your system so that you can get to the point where a very insignificant input, and that could be nociceptive, but it could actually be something else, like even just somebody brushing your skin could be enough to cause the pain pathway to fire. And if you've heard of complex regional pain syndrome, that's exactly what's going on there. Um, people just breath alone on someone with uh, complex regional pain syndrome can cause intense, burning, terrible pain. We call it allodynia. Now, that's an extreme case of being sensitized, your nervous system being sensitized. But in essence, if you go for the no pain, no gain route to rehabbing, there is a danger because you'll be constantly stimulating those pain pathways that you actually sensitize the nervous system. So avoiding sensitizing your nervous system is the third reason not to go with the no pain, no gain approach. And the fourth and final reason to avoid the no pain, no gain approach to rehabilitation is that having those setbacks, because they're inevitable, if you take that no pain, no gain approach, you will have setbacks. Those setbacks are upsetting. They're depressing. And the last thing you need when you're trying to rehabilitate, especially if you've had a problem for a long term time, is a setback. Um, we know that people's mood is highly predictive of long term outcomes when it comes to pain. Now, yes, there's a debate around, you know, is it that the pain causes anxiety and depression or are people with anxiety and depression more prone to pain? And the reality is we know that people, because the studies have proven this, we know that people who have anxiety are prone to anxiety and depression tend to experience more pain. So that's the bad news. 
But we can also see through studies and even anecdotally that if you have a persistent or recurring pain, it's upsetting and it's demotivating. And that's the last thing you need when you're trying to rehabilitate. So you really, the no pain, no gain approach, because it massively increases your risk of a setback is best. And that setback leads to upset, basically depressed mood. You should definitely not be pushing against the pain barrier. Okay. And that brings us full circle back to the use it but don't abuse it approach. It is vitally important to maintain movement. Again, if I can mention the pain equation again, you'll remember one of the variables is movement without pain reduces one's experience of pain. So movement is super important, but that movement needs to be painless or at least very mild pain, if any at all for the reasons I've just mentioned, that if you're doing movement that increases your pain, you're in danger of sensitizing your nervous system, which was point three, and preventing healing, which was point two. So, in summary, no pain, no gain has absolutely no role to play in rehabilitating lower back pain and sciatica, but use it, but don't abuse it, is always a winning strategy. So, Thanks for listening, thanks for watching, and uh, I look forward to seeing you in the next broadcast, and thanks for staying with me through this one. Okay, see you again soon. Thanks for listening to the ActiveX Backs show. If you found this helpful, please pass along our web address to your friends and colleagues, active-x.co.uk, and please leave us a positive review on iTunes. If you have any questions related to lower back pain or sciatica, send them in, and Gavin will aim to answer them in future episodes. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at ActiveXBacks.